0: Good morning to you, it's time to get our service started. Everybody stand, get a songbook, we'll get right into service with a good song.
1: And we'd like to welcome you back to one of those services. The things that we have coming up is a baby shower for Cindy and Larry Shercliffe. Would you guys just stand for a minute so everybody can see? I know they know who you are. If, if, if you haven't been hugged by one of these people yet, they just haven't got to you, hold on, they'll be there. But the whole church is invited. So everyone is welcome to come out. That includes the men. You're going to get a piece of cake this time. So everybody come out. That's August the 6th at 3 o'clock. So everyone is invited out to their baby shower. And uh, we just want to make them welcome, and we're real happy for them.
0: I'm glad I came to church today. Are you? Yes. Well, it's going to be warm outside, they said. But uh, inside, we've got air condition. And uh, if you go to heaven, I think heaven will be air conditioned. Uh, But if you go to that other place, look out. You think this is hot, wait till then. So, well, don't wait till then. Try to beat that. And uh, there is a way that you can escape hellfire. And that's to give it all to Christ. And don't be afraid to turn everything loose in your life. Uh, Like the Sunday school this morning, Simon Simon the Sorcerer, he he wanted to know if he could buy it. Well, let me tell you something. You can't buy it because it's already been bought for you and paid for. All you got to do is accept it, receive it, and claim it for your own and believe with all your heart that God will do it, and He will.
2: Oh, I want to see Jesus Die for me. If I never walk upon the streets of purest gold, if I never. Oh, that watched me when I strayed. I want to feel those nail-scarred hands that gently brushed my tears away.
3: Jesus cause he died for me oh, for, for me.
4: me. If you'll trust and never die, he will. Show Take your burdens to the Lord and Leave them there If the world from you withholds All its silver and its gold And you have to get along on just half fast Just remember in his word How he fed the little bird Take your burdens to the Lord And leave them there Leave them there, oh leave them there Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there If you'll trust and never doubt He will surely bring you out Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there Listen, if your body suffers pain And your health you can't regain just remember God in heaven answers prayer Jesus knows the pain you feel he can save and he can heal take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there leave them there oh leave them there take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there if you're trusting Never doubt he will surely bring you out. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. When your youthful days are gone and old age is stealing on, don't forget, that God in heaven answers prayer. He will never leave you then, He'll go with you till the end. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there If your trust and never doubt He will surely bring you out Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there When your loved ones leave you here And your sorrow you must bear And it seems that all the friends you have are gone When you feel you are alone Jesus takes you in his arms. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Leave them there. Leave them there. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. If you'll trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them If your enemies assail and your heart begins to fail, don't forget that God in heaven answers prayer. i you
3: just Just a closer walk, we're just you. a closer walk with the Chao.
1: want to stand up and say, I love you, Jesus. You're my Lord and my King, my Savior and all that I need.
5: I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms in the arms of Christ my Savior. Oh, there are It's shouting time in heaven. A sinner once lost is found. It's shouting time in heaven. Salvation has been knocked down. No wonder the angels rejoice to know my sins have been covered by the crimson flow. Now I'm feeling fine. I'm walking on the highway with my Lord. My name's written in the courts above, it's shouting time in heaven, oh yes it's shouting time, it's shouting time in heaven, a sinner once lost is found, it's shouting time in heaven, salvation has been brought down, no wonder the angels rejoice to know, my sins have been covered by the crimson blow, now I'm feeling fine, I'm walking on the highway with my Lord courts above. It's shouting time in heaven. Oh yes, it's shouting time. Joy's to know my sins have been covered covered by a crimson flow. Now I'm feeling, oh, I'm fine. I'm walking on the highway with my Lord. My name's written down in the courts above. It's shouting time in heaven. Oh, yes, it's shouting time. Oh, it's shouting time in heaven. A sinner once lost is found. It's shouting time in heaven. Salvation has been brought down. Oh, what did the angles rejoice to know? My sins wounds. have been covered by the crimson glow. Now I'm feeling oh. Oh. I'm walking on the No, my sins have been covered by the crimson. JUST-
1: Till I'm walking on the singing around God's road, nothing can hold me here. I'm headed home. Well, if I should die down here before that trumpet sounds, well, when they lay my body in that cold, cold ground, well, you don't have to weep for me, don't sing no sad songs. Walking on streets of gold Singing around God's throne Until I'm walking on streets of gold Singing around God's road Nothing can hold me here I'm
2: headed home
1: Well, if I should die down here Before that trumpet sounds Oh, when they lay my body In that cold, cold breath Oh, you don't
0: Thank you for the offering. God bless you. And today, I want to talk to you about the truth. I want to ask you a personal question. This is real personal. And you don't have to answer me if you don't want to. How many people here stretches the truth? Don't hold up your hand. A sight is a gnat stretched over a rain barrel. A wonder is a wonder how they got him there. Sometimes we take the truth and we stretch it until it pops, until it absolutely breaks. Well, I better stop right there because I'll have you mad before I get started. See, a truth, a half-truth is worse than a big black lie. Let me tell you why. A half-truth, you'll cause somebody to believe it. A big black lie, nobody won't hardly believe it. If you just hear a half-truth, you'll say, well, maybe they're right. And there is also gospel preachers that preach half-truth from time to time. You know why I say that? I've heard them. That's the only reason. I'm not going by what somebody else told me, but uh, I've heard them. And I want to go to St. John first, chapter 8. And I'm not going to be too hard on you, because if you're telling the truth, everything's going to be all right. And if you're not telling the truth, you need to know about it today. The sooner you can know about not telling the truth, the better off you are. That's any one of us. That's all of us. You know what, God didn't, uh, when, if I get up here and talk to you, God, not at one time has he ever exempted me from what I'm telling you. He has never said it's not for you, it's just for them. It's always for me first so you'll know where I'm coming from. Uh, In in John chapter eight, starting at verse 17, it is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. You know, I know it written in the law of God. And I know that's supposed to be true. But have you ever heard a double lie? (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever heard somebody tell a lie? I told uh, I told Lou Woodrum when she got the union back about twenty years ago. I said there's two people there, one will tell you a lie and the other one will swear to it. And she thought I would. She thought I was hard on him, but it wasn't long till she come back and she said, "Boy, do I know what you're talking about? There is people that's lined up that." Uh, Have you ever had somebody to try to prove to you when you knew they were telling a lie, they tried to prove to you that they were telling the truth? Has that ever happened to you? Well, maybe I'm just a a different individual that I've been involved with uh, more things than I should have been involved with. I don't know. I'm glad, I'm glad that you know that lying is wrong. I am one that bear witness of myself, the father that sent me beareth witness of me. Then said they unto him, where is thy father? Jesus answered, you neither know me nor my father. If you had known me, you should have known my father also. These words spake Jesus in the treasure as he taught in the temple. And no man laid hands on him, For his hour was not yet come. In reading that, I want to tell you something. Jesus is fixing to return, but his hour has not come yet. But he's fixing to return, but his hour has not came yet. And when it does, you're not going to have time to sweep the uncleanness out of your house. You're not going to have time. Did you notice in a Sunday school, Brother Bob, uh, Brother Bob Mansion Sunday school. Did you notice in the Sunday school, in one of the verses, it said that unclean spirits was cast out of them? What is an unclean spirit? I wanted to ask... Bob, Bobby, I wanted to ask you today, what's an unclean spirit? And I figured it'd take uh, all day long for you to get all of them out. But let me just shake you up a little bit. Laziness is an unclean spirit. You know why? You're too lazy to clean up. That's an unclean spirit. Laziness sometimes can cause you not to live for God. You're too lazy to pray. A lot of people don't look at that. They think, well, you know, I can do as I please because I belong to God. No, you can't either. You can do as God pleases, not as you please. And if you really, truly love God with all your heart, you will pretty much be doing as you please because you'll want to please God. Amen. Said, then said Jesus unto them, I go, to, I go my way and you shall seek me and shall die in your sins. Whither I go, you cannot come. Let me tell you, unclean spirit is not having enough spirit about you to come to Christ. An unclean spirit is not spirit is believing a lie instead of the truth. And they can get real nasty. An unclean spirit can get real nasty. You know, I told you about Destel and I a couple, three weeks ago going into this place uh, where the roaches was climbing the walls and where the, uh, them big dogs was showing their teeth. And the dogs didn't excuse himself evidently when they went to the bathroom. They went right there, right where this lady was dying with cancer. Destil, am I telling it right? You were there. That was an unclean house, but they had some unclean spirits inside that house too. A lot of times, we want to look at what God counts unclean as somebody that's a a maniac, somebody that's screaming. I know that the fellow that was in the graveyard cutting himself, he was unclean. He was full of the devil, or the devil had him bound completely. Then said the Jews, will he kill himself because he said, whither I go you cannot come? And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of the world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. That's really hard, isn't it? That's hard words. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? And Jesus said unto them, Even the same that I said unto you, from the beginning. I have many things to say and to to judge you of, but he that sent me is true, and I speak to the world these things which I have heard of him. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father. Then said Jesus unto them, when you have lifted up the Son of man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. In 1 John chapter 5, I want you to go there with me. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And it says, This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatsoever we asked, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. If any man see his brother sin, a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I want to tell you today, there's a sin unto death that you can never get forgiveness for. You might not want to hear that, but you know what the Bible says if you blaspheme the Holy Ghost. If you speak against the Holy Ghost, it will not be forgiven you in this world or neither the world to come. Well, let me tell you, there's people walking around that sin against God deep enough and far enough and bad enough that God doesn't even speak to them anymore. You that's without Christ here today, do you ever worry about your soul? Do you ever get concerned about who you are, where you are, and what you are? I will say this to you, from the time I was 18 years old until I was 27 years old, I never went to bed of a night that I didn't think about my lost soul. Maybe, you, maybe it never, no, doesn't bother you. Some people say they never even thought about God until just before they got saved. Well, I was beat down so hard by not coming to God that I was miserable. If any man see his brother sin, a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. You've often heard people say there's a sickness unto death. Well, I don't think that's Bible. I think it's a sin unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in weakness. And we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us understanding, that we may know him, that is true. And we are in him, that is true. Even in his Son Jesus Christ, that is the truth, that is the true God, and eternal life. Three times. He talked about the truth, or true. I know I'll start meddling if I get too far into this, but I just want to say this to you. Did somebody ever tell you something, and you assumed they meant something else, and when you went and told it, you told what they said, and you added what you thought they meant? Don't hold your hand up. Because if I was guessing, I'd say it happened to almost every one of you. Not trying to condemn you. I'm just trying to show you that Satan has a way of trying to make you lie. He has a way. And you know what? We have our own way of stretching the truth. I sometimes don't think Satan's even involved with that. I think it just, it feels good. Don't it? You know what? If you tell something just like somebody said, nobody laughs. But if you add to it and make it funny, everybody laughs. You're not guilty? If you're not guilty, ignore that statement. If that never happens to you, ignore what I'm talking about. Just go ahead there and thumb through the Bible if you want to, because number one, I feel this for myself. God help me to tell it like it is. And not like I thought it was, but like it really is. And then I'll protect my brother and my sister, and I'll protect them around me. If I And you know something else? Sometimes you don't need to tell it at all, even if it's the truth. You don't need it to come out of your mouth. You need to keep quiet. If you can't build up your sister or your brother, keep your mouth shut. God will deal with them. I don't want to deal with God's people and try to put them down. I want to deal with God's people and try to lift them up. If I can lift them up, then I'll be worth something to him. How many... Starts telling the truth, and all at once you get this great urge to stretch it. You can't hardly keep from it. It just wants to flow out of your mouth. I hope I didn't stretch that tale, all about uh, going down visiting that lady. I don't think I told it near as bad as it was, did I? I went home and had a vomit later on that night. It upset me so bad. But I thought, this is a lady dying with cancer, called on the phone and needs our help. And we stopped by to help. Church, I preached not long ago about having good manners. Cleansing us, the Bible doesn't say this, but I can forewarn you, cleansing us is next to godliness. Do you remember when the Pharisees and Sadducees, if they washed their hands to eat, they had to have the pan within 10 steps of where they ate or they had to go move it up closer and wash again. I never thought when I was a kid, I'd clean my nose with that hand and then clean it with that hand. I might as well tell the truth, hadn't I? Not a half truth. And then sometimes if mom didn't watch me real close, I'd go eat. Snot and all. (laughs) Forgive me. Forgive me, but I just want, want to tell you that that is not nearly as bad as eating with unclean hands when you have told a tale on somebody or you have tried to destroy somebody That is worse than eating after you rubbed snot on your finger. We don't look at sin nearly as bad as we ought to look at sin. Sin is rotten. Sin is no good. Sin is a rare nation of any nation. And it's about destroyed this great nation that we have here. A half-truth. An out and out lie can be detected. You know what? If you've got a habit of lying, you forget what you told because a liar can't always, he can't always cover his tracks. He forgets what he told and he told it another way last week and this week he told it another way, the same tale. And people are smart enough to figure out it's the same tale only it's told different. Well, a half truth is more dangerous because a lot of times it's believed. And a half truth. Let me tell you this way. I don't, I, God help me to not to name any denominations or anything. But I'm going to look at this and I'm going to be willing to say it. The New Age movement, it's got a little truth in it. But it'll damn you into hell, because they don't believe in the deity of Christ. They don't believe that Jesus Christ is who He said He was. I to I'm, I'm going to go one further. I hope that you uh, don't get too upset, but Jehovah Witness. If I'm not mistaken, someone called concerning Jehovah Witness. I wasn't there. But I can tell you this much. Jehovah is God, no doubt. And we're witnesses of God. So there's nothing wrong with the name Jehovah Witness. But what's wrong is when they don't claim Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, and the life. And our Bible says that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And except you go through the door, and he's a shepherd of the door. He keeps the door. He watches the door. And he doesn't let them in there without they're washed in his blood, cleansed and made whole through him. You can't. There's an old song out, you can't do wrong and get by. You can't. It's not right and you can't do it. The whole truth will stand when the world's on fire. The whole truth will stand when we stand in judgment. The whole truth will stand whether we go to heaven or to hell. The truth is the same. God says, I am a God and I change not. He's not going to change. And you know something? You can't, you can't know the truth without you know the Spirit of God. There is a truth, and I said it one time before. The truth is it's about a mile across uh, Cemetery Road from Montgomery, from Montgomery Road over to Lebanon Road. That's, that's a fact. But that's not a truth that'll save you. That's not a truth that'll set you free. That's not a truth where the Spirit's in the Bible. 2 Kings 2.9 The spirit of Elijah is in Elisha. Well, it's the same type of spirit, if you'd have it, because the spirit's from God. Job 32 and 8, this is a spirit in man. Isaiah 26, 9, with my spirit will I seek thee. Isaiah 61 and 1 and Luke 4 and 8. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. That was Jesus when he went in and he sat down. And he made that statement. Then he stood up. In Jude, I want you to go with me to Jude. It's just one book over from John where I was. Jude verse 14. And it says, Enoch also, the seventh from Adams, prophesied of these saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all, to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walkers after their own lust." And their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's person in admiration because of advantages. But beloved, remember you this: these words, which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These are they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But you, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, today, there's churches that's afraid to say Holy Ghost. But Jude, which is a half-brother, if you'd have it, to Jesus Christ, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And if some have compassion, make it a difference and others saved with fear of pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. I want to tell you this in closing. There's so much flesh involved in being spiritual. The flesh had to get up this morning out of bed, And really, the flesh drove the car out here. Your two hands and your foot working. And it's flesh. If, you, if you'd just been spirit today, you might have flew out here. You might not have needed to drive a car. But you needed your flesh to get to church. Now, if your flesh overrules your spirit, you probably wouldn't have came to church today. But your mind and your heart said, let's go to the house of God. So you got up and came to the house of God. But your flesh did the work to get here. The flesh sometimes gets in the way. The flesh gets in the way of coming up to an altar and giving your heart to God. The flesh will tell you today, people will laugh at you. The flesh will tell you that you haven't did anything wrong. Your flesh will tell you that you're as good as the next person sitting next to you. The flesh will tell you that you're better than that Christian down the street. You don't do as many things as they do. The flesh will talk to you and it and your flesh will try its best to get its way with you. I see ball players today, they don't want a million dollars to play ball, they want 25 million dollars to play ball. They say I've got the body for it, and I've, and I'm fit, and I'm great, and there's none better than me. They compare, compare with one another. I've even seen preachers go to the extent of comparing with other preachers. Let me tell you something. I don't care if I am the lowest preacher that ever lived as long as I've got Jesus Christ. I'm not looking for anything great except going to heaven. That's my desire today if you don't brag on me fine if you do brag on me don't overdo it because i'm struggling i'm struggling always trying to be obedient to god trying to do god's work i see these people they want to be lifted so high that they you know that even christ is not that high in a lot of people but i don't need to be lifted up i need you to pray for me that i can stand Study for Jesus Christ until he calls me out of here. And I'm praying for you that you'll stay study for God. Keep your mind and your heart stayed upon Him. Now to Him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy today that God is keeping me. You know, I thank you that you uh, lift me up a little bit once in a while. I don't want to knock anybody from lifting people up. But don't you feel good when Jesus Christ lifts you up? This past week, I got up and I went back and I knelt at the foot of my bed. And I never bragged on to you about how much I prayed because I haven't prayed enough. I have not done enough. You sang it, Tony. I have not done enough. But God said, get down on them knees. I want to talk to you. Ain't it good when God talks to you? It's so much better when God talks to you than when you just talk to God. He said, I want you to straighten up. I want you to be a man that I've called you to be. And I want you to be ready. I want you to fire away at whatever I give you. And I don't want you to apologize ever again about talking about what I'm telling you to do. I want you to go for it. I want you to go get it. I want you to move. Because he told me, you know what he told me? One day... One day, almost every devil in hell is going to be let out and they're going to go torment, scorpions to stain and all these things are going to happen to people. And I told Maureen and Wayne to read 38 and 39 of Ezekiel. Such a hardship in there. Such a great trouble inside that scripture. And that's the last days. That's in the latter times. That's when Gog and Magog comes down on Israel. Well, if you don't get ready, you're going to be left here. Are you ready? Are you ready? Praise God. Let's get ready, okay? Let's don't hold back anything. We don't care if we're accused of being fanatical, do we? Why worry about it? We don't care if we're called Pentecostal and them holy rollers. We don't care, do we? Well, maybe some of you do. (laughs) Did anybody ever ask you what church you go to and you can't hardly get it out? Well, uh, I go out there, uh, it's not really a Pentecostal church. It's, uh, it's interdenominational. You ever sweat that one out? What do you think they think when you say, I go to one of them Holy Roller churches, and we, they told me one time, said, I saw you going out of a window of a bus. You was rolling down Vine Street. I said, praise God, who cares? That's what they told on me out at work, where I work. They said, I saw this man rolling down Vine Street. He jumped out of a bus window, and he started rolling down, hollering and screaming. I didn't do that, but I did other things uh, just as, uh, maybe as unreasonable as you think that is. And so I didn't say nothing, I just grinned. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of what God's doing. I'm not ashamed of this church. I praise God for this church who's standing like the uh, rock of Gibraltar. I thank God, and the only reason we're standing is Jesus is standing with us. The lady said, 89, there wasn't much going on here. Well, she might be right and then there might not have been much going on with her. Excuse me. Let me tell you something. Don't make a judgment call on anybody, because you don't know what's going on inside of people. I'll tell you this much. God's the same to me yesterday and today, and he's been the same for 46 years. I've been saved. And he's been the same God, and he's been feeding me ever since. Maybe not with as much fire as he does once in a while. But he's been feeding me. Everybody stand, if you will. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God and Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. I'll tell you this way, if you've got God, if you want him to last, he'll last. If you don't have God, he won't, last in, he won't last in your life because, number one, you haven't proclaimed him. Sometimes people proclaim God when they don't have him. Sometimes they proclaim God for a show. Sometimes they tell half-truths about how close they are to God. How close are you to God today? Could you use a good prayer? Could you pray? Do you need to pray? Are you alright? Are you fine? are you just telling people you're fine? Are you committing adultery? Are you committing fornications? Are you committing things that God you know that's wrong? against God. Are you doing those things? Are you playing with sin? Let me tell you something. If you play with fire, you'll get burnt. My mother used to tell me another thing about if you played with fire, and I'm not going to bring that out right now, okay? But it's a lot worse than that. You play with fire, you'll get burnt. We've had several people from our church. Youth, let me tell you this in closing. We've got several people in our church that's got pregnant before they were married. That's wrong. That doesn't mean that we deny your babies or that we treat them wrong, but that's wrong. That's abomination inside of God. You do those things, you might escape if God forgives you. But if he doesn't, you've got major problems. Young ladies, let me tell you more clearly. You're the one that suffers the most. Because sometimes you're left to take care of the problem yourself. And don't think that Junior or Missy cannot be a problem. If there's one parent raising a kid, that's a major problem. You're better off to wait until you get married. You're better off to keep that until you get married. You're better off to stay away from that stuff. If you can't, The Apostle Paul said marry. It's better to marry than to burn. And sometimes I I think he means burn in hell. Better. That's rough, I know. That's hard. I ain't going to apologize. I know God told me to say it. I'm sure God told me to say it. You have to try your best to live right. You have to work at it. You have to sweat it out. Sometimes it ain't easy. It ain't easy to put this flesh aside. It's not easy. That's a hard thing to do. But you better do it. You better do it because hell is a lot hotter. It's real hot in here. I don't know what's wrong with their air condition, but I turned them down and they still didn't do anything. It's hot in here, but hell is much hotter. While they sang something, I know it's late. While they sang something, if you have a need, come. that's lost and you know you're lost today you like to pray anyone that's backslidden you know that you're away from God and you need to get back in good standings with Christ will you come anyone that's sick today we got one up here that's sick anyone else that's sick that wants to be prayed for come right on up We'll tell you that the Word says that by His stripes you are healed. Peter says by His stripes you were healed if you'll receive it and accept it. If you're lost today, you need to pray. If you're not sure about your salvation, you need to definitely make sure. If I ask you if you married, you can answer that right away. Sometimes you ask people if they're a Christian, they're born again and they, they fumble the ball, as the saying goes. They don't know what to say because they don't feel like they're really saved. Are you saved? Everybody that knows they're saved today Raise up a hand, will you? If you don't know that, come. While she sings one more verse in chorus, come. If you don't know, you're saved. You God bless you today don't go out and tell a half lie again okay don't stretch the truth until it's about to break in fact don't lie about anything lift up Jesus Christ with all that's within you and he'll bless you and he'll, he'll give you help that you need to keep from doing those things